What's up, everybody? This is Nick Nocera. And Daryl Wong. And uh, you're listening to No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. Daryl, how you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, actually. Uh, Brooklyn's nice, a little bit rainy, but, um, mm. you know, I'm mm. in good spirits over here. Mm. Uh, it's things? hailing here? Hailing? Goodness. Well, it was this morning, and now it's perfectly sunshine. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure which... I'm not quite sure what the fucking deal is, basically. Yeah. I haven't. Um, I feel like I haven't seen hail in a while. We don't get hail. We just sort of get rain or snow in mm-hmm. New York, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hail is a kind of... Oh, shit. <laughs> Hail's kind of a a common thing here, weirdly. Uh-huh. I get hailed on a lot in Auckland. That's terrible. Yeah, big chunky hails. Um, speaking of big chunky hails, <laughs> did you watch Tokyo Drift this week? I did. Uh, I did. Sweet a, dude, um, I did too. Excellent, excellent. I um, realized I didn't confirm that we were watching Tokyo Drift, and so I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> Watch the same movie. I messaged you the other day. I says that we chat. I asked if we were chatting Tokyo. Oh yeah, I, I guess so. At, that was after I watched it. I did like yeah. a like a Sunday evening screening. I did a yesterday screening. I don't even know what yesterday equates to in your world. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought about that too. I've I've actually added you as a time zone into my Apple clock. I was oh, like, you can do like, that. Yeah, you know, you just sort of like in your in your clock app, when and it goes to World Clock. Oh. Got San Francisco, New York, and I added Auckland for your ass because I'm just always thinking about. I was like, man, no, still can't remember what time it is over there. Sick. I only have Cupertino in New York. Online. Yeah. Sick. Why do we have Cupertino? That's where Apple headquarters are. Sort of oh, like uh, it's sort of like <laughs> it's like, sort of like <laughs> Tom is always Tom is always everybody's first MySpace friend. Well, oh, every iPhone no. user knows what time that's it is. Like, you guys channel. love you too, right? <laughs> Do you want it preloaded <laughs> on your on your iPhone? Yeah, let's take up a little bit more of your precious storage space. In uh, what was that like, two thousand eight? Yeah, I think people made too big a deal about that. First of all, that album was I. Second of all, <laughs> second of I don't all, think I listened to it. I think I tried just to unload free it. myself immediately. Yeah, you can just unload it. It takes like literally one tap. <laughs> you know, and people went nuts. <laughs> people went crazy over that. Like, How dare Apple, this company, give me this thing for free, which I can easily give away with one tap. Yeah, it's like chill out, dude. It's a free album. You know. You know. You know who definitely wasn't upset about that. Who I who? I assume, uh, your boy Tom Brady. Oh, he Doesn't loves you too. Love you too. Yeah, he I loves you too. I watched like a. I was sort of like YouTube binging today, and I was on. I guess men's fitness. YouTube, magazine. not to be confi- confused with YouTube. This is correct. YouTube. Um, I was just like, yeah, I found this. I found a series of videos that they do where they go into like professional athletes' house homes, yeah. and they just look at their gym and they look at their refrigerator 
and that's like it. It's like for gym and fridges. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I don't know if I like. I don't football. I don't follow football, but I like. I was like, I, I saw a little bit of the Pats game yesterday, and so I was like, all right, let's see what how Tom Brady lives. And um, yeah, they just like did a short interview with him, but they somehow got him. They got him to sort of talk about his favorite YouTube tracks and like sing a little bit. I was like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. He's a kind of nutcase, Tom. I mean, I love him, but he's out of his mind. Yeah, but I you mean, know what you won't you know. find in his fridge on that tour? Mm-hmm. A strawberry, because he's <laughs> right. never eaten one in That's his whole life. Said. That's what he said. He's like, "Oh man, I love blueberries." He was like, "I would never ever even. I don't know like the color. I don't like the shape of them." No strawberries. No strawberries, man. <laughs> I was like, that, what? But to me, like that's. Do you ever see? Um, fuck, what's that movie? The Prestige. Yes. With um, Christian Bale. Again, like mixed up with the Illusionist, but yes. Yeah, the Prestige with Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, and they're like talking. They're seeing like the old uh, Chinese man sort of hobble out to his car. And they're like, that's how he does the trick. He has the fishbowl between his legs the whole time. He like lives with the fishbowl between his legs. (laughs) Right? It's like such dedication to his craft. (laughs) Right. And to me, that's like the same deal. Like Tom Brady and the strawberries. (laughs) It's like such dedication to the craft of tossing, (laughs) of slinging footballs. It's all about the long game. It's all about the long game. The long con. Yeah. Uh, speaking of long cons, did you watch Tokyo Drift this week? <laughs> yeah. I definitely um, did. Sweet. What are your thoughts about it? How was your watch through? Um, it was good. I, it sort of, I sort of uh, tailed it on the end of a like entire afternoon of watching TV. I was like, oh wait, I mm. need to do my homework. So. Mm-hmm. It was alright though. I mean, I still, I mean, I still wholly enjoy watching this movie. Um, yeah, me too. I, uh, it was actually fun. So I'm still, I mean, I haven't updated anybody on this, but like, I'm still playing that Need for Speed game, like, basically every day. Right, right. And that's fucked I, up. Yeah, it is. But I have a, um, um, a, what's it, a, a Sylvia, which is, uh, the car, which is the Mona Lisa car that Han drives. Oh, sick. Yeah, it is sweet. And I was like, I, as I was watching it, I was like, hold up, let me change up my colorway here. And I gave it the uh, the blue and orange, which was kind of fun. Oh, so you dressed up your Need for Speed video game car to look like Han's uh, car in this movie. I did. Yeah. How did it look? Looks great. Han's look great. Mine looks, mine looks great. It's great. Yeah. I'm still wasting like a substantial amount of time playing this game. Yeah, just... stop doing that, man. Uh, you got to get to work. I got to get You got to work for a living. Yeah, I you mean, gotta I'm sling still, some electric vehicles. Hey, still doing that too. All right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna tell on you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I watched this movie with my girl. I watched Too Fast with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this movie also with my girlfriend. And I'll tell you, she liked Too Fast way better. Really? She couldn't even finish this movie. Wow. She was like, "I'm out. I'm done. You can watch the rest by yourself." <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I gotta, you know. Um, I think she made it to, like, the the soccer game talk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, yeah, everybody. Uh, what do I look like, a zebra over here? Um, yeah, can we talk about that line? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? No, like zebra is just like a... I, th- I, I don't think he invented it, but it, like a zebra is like a referee stripe. Oh! Like a footlocker. Like foot yeah, referee stripe. I was so... Confused. All right, let's pretend in your mind you didn't understand that. <laughs> And you watch this movie, and the line is, Han, sort this wanker out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, wanker? What do I look like, a zebra? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I, I, had, no, I had no clue. The zebra thing makes a lot of sense. The mm. referee. Okay, because he was like, please step in here and make a decision for us, Han. But Han doesn't want to do that. Han's he not into judging. Himself. Right? Um, Except of good does. character. <laughs> yes, right, right. That's true. I mean, he doesn't judge DK, even though he has his own... Yeah, they're buds. Different lives. They're buds, and, you know, he lets him do his own thing. Um, I like that they're buds. I sort of felt and it watched this feeling kind of bad for DK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, he's not a bad dude. He's just like trying to impress his uncle, trying to make some money in this world. He's got this like fucking shitty white dude like moving in on his girlfriend. You know what I mean? Girlfriend slash stepsister. Well, right slash high right. schooler slash high schooler. <laughs> All right, fair. Internal, but I mean, if we're putting ourselves in DK shoes, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of internal struggle. Uh, He does have a lot of internal struggle, and I feel sympathy and love for him. But he he takes that and he turns it, I mean, some of it is sort of outward sort of bullying, but a lot of it, I'm sure, is what drove him to become the Drift King. Yeah, that it's like no strawberries, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like and he's got to fully <laughs> commit himself. Yeah, I um, I, I sort of I know. Last episode we talked about how we liked that uh, Brian was try or or no, no, we liked the idea of Brian driving a um, a neon instead of the GTR. Yeah, and I think sort of like this movie. Or I'm kind of glad that. Um, DK isn't driving sort of the most, yeah, some sort of crazy exotic, you know? He's just driving like a Nissan Z. It's not any more, it, yeah, it's not obviously it more fancy than everybody else. Dudes and queens buying Nissan Gs or mm-hmm. Zs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You see them everywhere. I mean, there's, somebody's got one on my block. It's a little bit beat yeah. up. Maybe he was drifting, but. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like that too He's a man of the people DK You know mm-hmm. um, And his buddy I think his name is Masimoto uh, Morimoto Morimoto Thank you Morimoto is also a man of the people And I can tell that by the fact that Like the scene where he beats up Twink mm-hmm. um, On the roof for the busted Yeah he has like his gang around him There's like five or six guys who are watching Who are part of his gang I can tell because they all have the exact same hair color and style as Morimoto. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's like this sort of off-red, blonde, sandy thing. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember any of the. Do any of the yakuza's in the sort of later scene sort of have that? Mm. It's sort of like a over that, like a bleach, yeah, like a heavy bleached kind of like. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't Hard think rock. so. Because all the Yakuza in the later... Well, they're not really all old, dude. I don't know. He's got a, they've got a matching... They've got a crew hairstyle. Yeah, they have a crew hairstyle. Like, they're ready to be a crew. Mm-hmm. At, at a moment's notice. It ties them all together. You know? Which... If I have a crew, a criminal crew, I would probably make them get all the same haircut. <laughs> You can I, wear whatever you want, really. Like take your take your criminality, sort of, per, or yeah, personalize it. Wear whatever mm-hmm. you like. But Absolute free expression. We're all gonna have we're all gonna have the f- same hairstyle. We're gonna have Similar. the exact same hairstyle and color. Mm-hmm. All of us, men and women. That's where the intimidation comes from. Totally. Can you imagine a row of like, let's say I got a crew of maybe twelve people together. Can you imagine a row of 12 people with the exact same hairstyle and color? Yeah. How intimidating that would be? And it's not a, it's not just like a like a like a buzz cut. Like that's I mean Mm-mm. that's scary in a different way, but the it's sort of yeah, the type of um, gangster, the type of criminal that will sort of put time into sort of making the hairstyles and make them mm-hmm. all the same like should signal pretty heavily that you're in big trouble. Yeah, and um, it's like this very sharp, intimidating helmet, you know? <laughs> like Mag- Magneto-style helmet? Yeah, Magneto-style. You could, be, you could do like John, you could do like a, like a John Wick-esque thing and sort of put layers of Kevlar sort of like blended into the hairstyle to create a bulletproof shell. Um, like what the suits. fuck is John Wick? Oh, is that with like John, his suit is bulletproof? His suits and stuff all have, yeah, sort of micro bulletproof mm. fabrics inside mm. of them. Hmm. Not the case. No, I'm not into that. Sort of like a braid. Or what if they were all like cornrows uh, with like bulletproof beads in them? You know, like you did, got them mm. done at like a um, Caribbean vacation with your family like my my, my sister guest of the pod uh kate nocera did one year um, she got she got the beads she got, she the, got the, bra- the beads, the, the braids yeah, and the beads. beads yeah she got the bra- she got cornrows with beads on the back amazing <laughs> yeah it was good looking <laughs> oh man holy shit i gotta find a picture of that somewhere and put it on the patreon yeah nice. all right i'll try to get one from her um. Yeah, that was that was a cool haircut. But you could do that sort of bulletproof. You know, maybe if the bullet hits one of the beads, it kind of like dings off. <laughs> <laughs> you know who doesn't have a cool haircut in this movie? Fucking Sean. His hair yeah. is still, after all these years, the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> I think they call it. I think they call it a Caesar cut. Yeah, I do about... think they call it a Caesar. Yeah, there's something about like the high lineup with like yeah, but it sort of like rolls down on mm. about like a inch, half inch down the forehead. Caesar cut. Um, it's a very like late '90s Clooney look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a it's a gladiator 
yeah. Gladiator movie. Yeah, Gladiator. It's from Gladiator. <laughs> that would do it. Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't attracted to it, basically. Yeah, but I mean, uh, he's got. I mean, at this age, he's supposed to be playing a seventeen-year-old, but you can already tell his hairline is receding. It's hard. It's a. It's a tough sort of position to be in, hairstyle-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, you end up really questioning yourself, and uh, you know your genetics, and sort of looking forward what you're going to be doing with that dome later on. And let me tell you, it looks like the dome is starting to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an enormous forehead, and then on the edges of his Caesar cut, you can see a little bit of a recession there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to. Yeah, he's got to grow it out. He's got. He needs to put some man bangs on there. Yeah, some Rogaine or something. <laughs> Rogaine. Yeah. Hey, that's a good product. Uh, speaking of products and services, <laughs> do you want to do shoutouts? Let's do some shoutouts. All right, we got a segment on this um, podcast called Shoutouts. Uh, it's where we rep out products and services and people and organizations, whatever you want, basically, whatever you're feeling in your life, uh, just for fun. Mm-hmm. So, Daryl, what would you like to shout out? Do you want to start? I'd like to start today. Um, so it's ra- yeah, so it's raining. It's been like pretty nasty in the city for the past couple of days here, um, and I wanted to give a shout out to a product called Nick Wax. Waterproofing. Mm. Mm. So basically, like, you buy all these nice, like, North Face, uh, Marmot, like, Patagonia waterproof jackets. And mm-hmm. um, the main, the, yeah, I mean, the funnest part of having a jacket like this is, one, the breathability, but two, like, just watching the water sort of, like, strike and bead across the material here. And, like, oh, that's nice. really when you know that you've got, like, a very nice waterproof product. Yeah. But... Regardless, if you have like a whatever, you can get us. You can get a similar sort of waterproof product from Old Navy and pay like twenty bucks or whatever for it, or get like these hundred dollar shells. Eventually, like a year, I've done. I've done like a, I've had a number of these, like a year and a half maybe, of wearing it. It's just like the waterproof. They call it a durable water repellent on the outside. Just yeah. sort of, it gets a little bit dirty, and it's just like doesn't really work anymore and yeah, that's well, true chemicals for, wear off yeah so this product uh nick wax waterproofing is just like a spray on are you um, saying nick product. like my name nick yeah it's spelled n-i-k-w-a-x w-a-x dick N-I-K. wax n-i-k mm-hmm. i don't know but about it, this yeah yeah um but it sprays on and it like smells a little bit funky it sort of smells like elmer's glue Mm-hmm. Um, but you you sort of like wipe off the excess and then you let it cure for like I don't know twenty four hours or so, and that shit works, yo. Wow. Like I had this jacket that I had been keeping around, but I like knew it wasn't waterproof. I sort of hated having it, but it was like sometimes you just need like a lightweight jacket, especially I don't know you're not ready to bring out your like your full like snow stuff yet. But mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I'm at right now. But. That's pretty um, yeah. cool, man. I've never yeah. self-waterproofed anything. Well, so I'm a big uh, CDB wearer. Um, What's a CDB? It's a Clark's Desert Boot. Uh, yes. <laughs> As you know, I've ripped them on the prod, pod before, obviously. Um, I wear a lot of uh, CDBs, and um, 
my ex-girlfriend bought me uh, this like waterproof spray mm-hmm. so that the suede wouldn't get wet and like damaged. Um, but I never did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wear a lot of like a lot of they make a lot of skate shoes and vans and stuff with suede mm-hmm. on it. Like, I truly really don't believe that suede really gets that damaged. Me neither. And the and when it gets wet, you know the the part that wears out is the bottom rubber on the CDBs. Yeah, that crepe sole. Uh, yeah, exactly. That sole like wears out and gets holes in it, and then they're hard to wear when it's wet outside. Mm-hmm. Because your feet get wet. Yeah, I'm not sure if this product... So this product is designed for, like, to re-kind of replenish, like, a existing durable mm-hmm. water repellent Coding. on, like, a... Yeah, mm-hmm. like a camping material. But I'm not sure... I can look at the thing to see if whether it's designed to also work on, like, a suede-type thing. There's probably a, a different sort of version of it to hmm. kind of adhere adhere to that type of material. I also used to watch this infomercial um, for, like, these, like khakis um they were like <laughs> they were like busted ass pleated khakis but they would like spill all kinds of shit on them and they just totally drip off like they were super uh, hydrophobic like material mm-hmm. <laughs> so the whole infomercial was just like dudes spilling carrot juice on the khakis and stuff red wine and like, when I was man. like 8 I was like oh mom I gotta get some of these pants <laughs> they were like golf khak I mean they were terrible looking yeah but those really pa- those really almost white sort of khaki colored ones yeah yeah exactly they were awful and like, the whole thing about those is like they don't la- like maybe the first like one or two times you have you sort of spill something it works but once you put that shit oh in did the, you own a pair i think i had maybe i think it was like a dockers technology and i probably had like the crappy mm. like generic version of it which mm. worked like i said the first couple times but you put it in the laundry and then you try to show off at lunch the next day and you just you just whatever spill chocolate milk on your pants Wow, it sounds like an event in Daryl's life. <laughs> Took a turn, yo. Um, sick, dude. Well, maybe we should get a pair and test them out. I'm down. Um, all right, so I want to shout out this week. I got a little bit of a serious shout out. Um, there's a big um, problem happening right now in the CBD. That's the central business district of Auckland City. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the CDB, which Not is to be the confused with the CDB. Clocks. Yes, this is CBD. Thank you, thank um, you. So there's a huge fire going on, actually. It's a real oh, huge problem. Seems like everybody's safe. Apparently, um, so they're building this new convention center that's like attached to the casino. And uh, fucking some like tradesmen left his blowtorch on when he went to smoke. Are you shitting me? <laughs> the whole thing right now is up in flames. There's like black smoke over the entire like center of the city. It's like a it's like a Notre Dame level fire. There's oh like my God. There's like 30 fire trucks downtown. Blocks plural are closed off. Um it's a huge problem. Uh, I'm not laughing. I'm all, like obviously I wouldn't be making 
fun of this if um, anybody would have been hurt or whatever, but no reports of that has happened so far, which is great. Um, and it's like a shitty, huge corporation that's like having their building burned down, which I don't really feel that bad about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like I just want to give a shout out to like the fire brigades who got to deal with that crap, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's like it's like a lifetime worth of training going into it, and it's hard. It's unforgiving. Like no mistakes can be made when you're dealing with like a yeah. fire of that scale. It started 1 p.m. yesterday. It is now 2 p.m. today, and it's still going. So that's like 25 hours. It's been raging. It's been so. It's has it been spreading throughout the business district? Like they're sort it, of like can contain- you measure by city? No, parts? it's like yeah. it's a big building. First of all, they're sort of mm-hmm. containing it. As far as I understand, I'm like following the mayor on Twitter. He's sort of got the updates going. Um, as far as I understand, um. Uh, Basically, it's like being contained, but they're like letting the roof go in a controlled way because they like mm-hmm. don't want to get in there and do it because it's too mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, all right, Phil Goff, who is the mayor of Auckland City, says, With the fire dying down, you can see the damage to the roof. It's amazing to see the firefighters still battling away more than 24 hours on. Big shout to, out to all of our emergency... He gave a, sh- a big shout out to all our emergency staff who are working around the clock. Wow. So, me and Phil Goff, fucking chilling. Yeah, right. it's nuts, yo. Anybody out there, you should Google what's mm-hmm. going on in Auckland City. It's crazy. Um, I can't believe the guy left. I mean, as a, as a blowtorch operator, not myself, but if I put myself in the shoes of blowtorch operator, it seems like the first lesson of blowtorch safety is, you know, turn it off. Turn it off like, before you put it down. <laughs> right. Like, I tur- I, like, I turn off the water before I walk away from the sink. Like, yeah. I'll, even, I'll even turn off my vacuum cleaner if I'm walking to the other side of my carpet over here. Just, like, turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. Fuck, man. That dude is wow. fucked. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's screwed, right? Unless he starts a job as a firefighter. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they let him do that. I, I think, you know, I mean, who knows? They have yeah. a name suppression here, so I'm sure we won't learn his name for a while. But, um, yeah, he's fucked. Anyway, yeah. big shout out to firefighters and emergency crews all working on that uh, Auckland CBD fire. Uh, Daryl, what else did you think was fire in this movie? Ooh. Um, I've said this before, and I'll just say it really quick again, that Justin Timberlake of the Japan insult is, like, truly the best insult of the series. I don't think it's an insult. It is. It's definitely an insult. If someone called me the Justin Timberlake of Japan, I'd be like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Am I married to the Jessica Biel of Japan? Oh, do I have a number one hit single, "My Love of Japan"? <laughs> Am I? Uh, did I? Did I sing the um, hit song from <laughs> Smurfs, or was it Troll, Trolls? I think last summer, what? song of the summer. Really? Yeah. Wow. What's that song like? Anyway, I don't know, th- I don't know that one. Of Japan. So, I feel like at I feel like at the time, like Justin Timberlake was sort of washed up already. Mm, like two thousand six. Yeah. 
This was he like before the Timberlake songs. Right. Before yeah, before he remade himself. He was sort yeah. of post post in sync and like still getting over Britney. Yeah. When I don't think it was a love come out. Cuz that is in my mind sticks out as the Timberlake renaissance. Mm. Isn't that his I don't remember. I don't remember the name of his albums. It's hard for me to uh, associate them. I thought it was like a high school thing. Came out in 2006. Right. So maybe just beginning. Mm hmm. And this movie was probably shot in 2005. So it makes sense. The timeline works out. Mm hmm. Um, Um, I had a couple other things here. So, like, what do we like about Sean? Like we're there's, they set it up they set up a lot of things here and I, I it's hard to I don't know what the word for it is about the thing that I know that I like about John but like most of the time he's painted sort of in a pretty poor way like mm-hmm. right and he's just, yeah he's street racing like he doesn't stand up for the yeah he doesn't stand up for the kid who's getting his belly painted like um, yeah he's sort of like upsetting his mom and sort of like has a history of uh, acting out and sort of like being really selfish teenager and that sort of thing right he's testing his dad and he's he says to his mom he's like where are we moving now Mm -hmm. it's like um this is your fault dude entirely a hundred percent you know he's sort of a dick about it yeah and he's yeah, and he you're right. He's he's uh, standing up to DK and he's racing all these people's mm-hmm. cars and he's crashing them and like, like it's fun for us to watch. But I also it's hard for me to sort of pinpoint like I yeah like we still like this character, but it's right. hard for me to understand why. He's like a goofball though, you know. Mm-hmm. It almost comes down to just charm. He's just right? like charming. He's. Stupid. He's not very handsome. Uh, he's not smooth. He's good in a car. Mm-hmm. But well, he's yeah. just like got this bravado that's and like confidence that's like through the roof. You know? Yeah, yeah. And like there are yeah the things that sort of stand out are like. Um, Right when he starts when he starts racing, he like starts calling his dad back. He's trying to respect like his dad's mm-hmm. rules. Like he stands up for Twink in that fight. They're not. Right. Yeah, they're not particularly which is, close. Which is the opposite that. of the kid in the beginning, right? It shows his mm-hmm. growth. Mm. Mm. He's growing. That's what we yeah. like about him. Yeah. Uh, same thing with when he st- he decides to like um, uh, face up to DK and his uncle. And Yamada, right. yeah. At the end, where he's like, this is my problem. I created it. I have to get myself out of it. Rather than mm-hmm. just, like, creating a problem for his life and his family and, like, running away to somewhere else. Right? He's, like, sticking around and facing consequences, which shows mm-hmm. growth. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I think, like, I mean, I got this, too, where just, like, I think, I think Yamada is actually a chill dude. I oh. think, like... He doesn't. He doesn't murder anybody in this thing. He runs the yakuza. He runs the yakuza, but like, he's just as much interested in Sean as um, Han is, and he's like, he's create. He allows sort of Sean and DK to sort of like fool around cars and do their race thing, but he also, yeah, he just as much as Han is sort of interested in sort of like understanding 
um, Sean's character, right? Which is yeah. like cool. Like I don't think it he ever cool. had intention of killing him. Yeah, no prejudging. He's a good judge right. of moral care of character, right? And he has to be in order to run has the Yakuza. To be in order to run the Yakuza. So, is he the only actual Yakuza, or is all his buds also Yakuza, or are they like not? You know how like in the mafia there's like a made man. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? In terms of Yakuza. I'm not sure. I, like mm. he's definitely yakuza. I so I think we're led to believe that the other dudes, are, like in that whole bar scene and alleyway, anybody who's wearing the leather jacket basically and has the that's a cool non bleached haircut, those are all supposed to be yakuza dudes. Right, right. My girlfriend just texted me, "Fuck the fire service." <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think she thinks they're not putting it out fast enough and they're ruining the environment. Really, guys? Did you run out of water? <laughs> yeah, basically. They're like, hurry up. <laughs> like, what do you even train for if you can't put out this fire? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, amazing. Um, speaking of fire, there's a line in this movie that's like, you didn't. You didn't just start the fire, you soaked the matches in gasoline. Mm-hmm. Would gasoline would soaking matches in gasoline make the matches better? See, I'm not like, sure I mean, about more that either. Flammable? I think or we asked this before whether or not have it was, we? would actually Oh man, are we repeating ourselves? Um I think we Probably. I think I I think we talked about it before, but shit. I don't think I think it would burn That's up too quickly. Depressing. I think if you light, I think if you light the whole match on fire, it doesn't do its job of like staying lit for a whatever inch and a half worth of time to light mm-hmm. up all the stuff around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's really less it's the effect. tinder. I don't yeah, even think it would light. Something is soaked in gasoline. Like it doesn't really light. Because mm, the you... liquid, it needs to be vaporized, basically. Hmm. Like, gas will, will ignite at a certain flashpoint, but if you take a cigarette, I saw this on Mythbusters, and throw it into a pool of gasoline, it will not light. Hmm. Because, the, like, the flashpoint is not high enough to ignite the liquid gasoline. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So what needs to be... Um... It needs to be vaporized. Like, it needs to warm... Like, if it's outside on a very hot day, oh. it might work because it's like there's gas vapors coming off of it mm-hmm. um, but when it's wet you know, when yeah when it's actually wet it's not yeah if you lit flammable. a match and then threw that into gasoline i think that would light because it's already mm. it's like at a high enough flash point but if you soak the match in gasoline so it's a wet match i don't think it would light hmm uh, maybe. I don't know. We might have to do some testing. Yeah. Controlled testing. Don't do it. Do, maybe do it outside. Close to a body of water. All right. As we're wrapping up, I have some important things that I noticed during this movie that I sort of have to get to. So Han definitely broke his neck in that car crash. Huh. Like when he's struggling, his neck is at like this fucked up angle and it's like faces on pain. It's pretty gruesome is hmm. basically what I'm trying to say. Isn't he wearing a, uh, he's wearing a, like a, whatever, six, six point racing harness. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and his head is at a right angle on the roof of the car as it's upside down. Probably because the the roof got probably crushed when he flipped. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, put a roll cage in there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's worth the weight penalty. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, you're paying the neck penalty. Which is the ultimate penalty in this case. Yeah. Well, it's sort of the suffering for 30 seconds until the car explodes penalty. True, true. Yeah, fucked up. Also, I want to talk about... Um, DK is still out there somewhere. He is. He definitely right? is. <laughs> like, we never yeah. really talked about that. But he's around. Mm-hmm. In the world. Probably still in Tokyo. Or did the loser have to leave town? Uh, I mean, he yeah, he, he was supposed to leave town. How far are we talking? Yeah. I like that's a great question. Like, where yeah. did he go? I don't even know Japan very well. It's big, mm-hmm. right? And it's islands. He could just go to the next island. How many islands is Japan? I don't know that offhand. Hmm. Do you think we're going to yeah, see him back? I don't know bad? that offhand either. Probably not. DK? Yeah. I mean, Tokyo is a big city. It's like, does he really have to leave town or can he just move to like a different neighborhood? You know? Like, what are we talking? What's leaving town? Mm-hmm. Like, if I move from Bed-Stuy to Forest Hills, is that leaving town? <laughs> that's for Uncle Yamada to decide. Yeah, As that's family, they'll, Yamada will probably let him come back. But Right I just feel, Yeah Yeah No I feel you I do But he's no feel, longer The drift king He's gonna have to work, He's gonna have to Work himself up From the bottom again I do Yeah in a different ta- In a different town mm-hmm. Fucking Osaka Or some shit Um I do feel like A return of DK Would be Appreciated Yeah That would be sick yeah. <laughs> As a bad guy. As a good guy? As a is good ready? guy. Is he ready to come to the good guy? He definitely yeah. is ready to come to the good guys. <laughs> and then he could, like, fuck up Shaw or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I hate Shaw. Anyway, that's it for me. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm down to see some more drift. I mean, we, ha- we haven't seen any drift in... I mean, we saw a little bit of drifting in Fast Five, I guess, when they're drifting around in their mock-up of the, uh, yeah, of the police thing, but but not like concentrated, fully formed drifting. Mm-hmm. They do make a point in four, if I recall correctly, to show that Brian can drift. Hmm. Like in the street race, I think at some point he does like a big drift. Mm-hmm. And. It's really to illustrate, like, oh, this new skill we introduced in 3, Brian's got it already. Don't worry, guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's how good a driver he is already. I'll look for that in 4. You look for that in 4, too. We'll make sure. We'll make sure he's got it and he's demonstrating. And we'll make sure we are in your uh, feeds at some point next week. Sorry, we've been a little uh, lackadaisical about the release date but we're trying to do this on a weekly basis it's hard to get to sometimes being remote uh, but you can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast 
You can find us on Twitter at Nolt Podcast. Um, we also have a Patreon if you wanted to throw us a buck or two. It's uh, patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. And you can always send us an email. No one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com. You know? Uh, rate and review, as always. And uh, Daryl, you got anything else? Um, that's it for me, man. Good movie. I'm thinking about Good drift. movie. Good pod. Good life. Let's uh, get this fire out in Auckland City for show. Sure.